0: Well, Bill, thanks for joining the show today. I appreciate your time. Uh, so, Charter Spectrum, they've been expanding broadband in northern Michigan. Where has that been happening? How many people have been most recently covered?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's been happening uh, pretty much all over the place. You probably see the trucks. Uh, as it, well, let me start by saying as a company, we continually uh, invest both in our networks and our employees, and we regularly expand as part of our normal business practice. But through the RDOF expansion, we're, we're actively building in northern Michigan counties all around you, you know, Alpena, Charlevoix, Benzie, Sheboygan, um, and that's just to name a handful, I mean, pretty much everywhere around you. So we, we've been successful in, in uh, Michigan broadband grant programs as well, and that's going to, you know, only lead to further expansion in, in these rural areas. So I, I think we've been awarded uh, RDOF funds in 33 Michigan counties, so it's a busy time.
0: What are the, like, the average, uh, what's, when people hear, you know, broadband internet and they're thinking of high-speed internet, what kind of constitutes that? What kind of speeds are they expecting as they as they get added into your coverage area?
1: Yeah, this is gigabit uh, broadband service. I mean, starting speed's 300 meg, but uh, up to gigabit service is available to them. And it, it comes with a full platform of Spectrum services, too. You know, uh, Spectrum TV, voice, which is, you know, your home phone, and then, uh, you know, the the cellular product that is, we're just growing leaps and bounds. Yeah,
0: actually, uh, I'm glad you mentioned the uh, cellular project. Uh, I'm going to mention that in a little bit because uh, of the things okay. that happened today. But uh, how much uh, has this investment cost as well? If you kind of further break down those numbers for us, I saw four out of every $5 are private capital invested by charter. We live in an area very worried about how tax dollars are being spent. And I found that statistic particularly interesting.
1: Sure, well, this is a, a very much a uh, uh, public slash private partnership. and uh, Turner expects to invest approximately five billion company wide to support this uh, expansion, and that's that number includes north of one hundred million in Michigan. so uh, it's offset by one point two billion, I think in support from the art uh, auction and uh, Turner will reach you know more homes and small businesses than otherwise could have without the program. so um, this expansion is in addition to our ongoing annual investments, as I said, which is part of our normal business plan. So,
0: the FCC created that Rural Digital Opportunity Fund, the RDOf. What is that program, and how has Charter Spectrum used it to its advantage?
1: Sure. Well, the FCC's Rural Digital Opportunity Fund, RDOf, is a federal funding program. It's meant to help internet service providers like Charter expand their networks and and bring broadband and voice services to rural homes uh, and small businesses that previously had none or very little um, in, in, in terms of options. So these are some of the most rural locations in the country. I mean, you know, you live up there. So, and we've already made some great progress. Uh, Just in Michigan, we've already built more than 1300 miles to put that perspective that's Michigan to Florida, you know, um, that's new network infrastructure and, uh, all total charters. Our, our rural expansion is expected to, you know, positively impact 33 Michigan counties, which I mentioned. And uh, there were 13 total companies awarded ARDOF uh, funds in Michigan. So I can't speak to the other ones, but I can speak to us.
0: It seemed like the entire world moved online, or at least tried to, uh, when COVID hit. Did COVID change the pace or plans uh, you know, for charter spectrum starting to expand to more rural areas, such as northern Michigan?
1: Yeah, it certainly gave it a nudge. Um, yeah, as mentioned, you know, we continually invest in our network, and we're continually expanding where where it makes sense to do so. And at the height of the pandemic, when you know others were you know laying employees off, we actually were growing. We, you know, we did self installs uh, for modems and things like that. We increased our, our starting pay to twenty dollars an hour for our employees. Uh, you know, and in a few years since, our employee base has grown from ninety three thousand employees to over a hundred thousand um, U S based too, by the way. So, um, we've regularly expanded our reach by, you know, 20,000 addresses per year and 34,000 in 2023 alone. So, uh, that's a pace that's pretty breathtaking.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, cause I'm, I'm wondering and it probably would occur more, more frequently, uh, during, uh, during COVID, but like you mentioned earlier, you know, everyone's seen, uh, charter spectrum trucks all over the Northern Michigan region, as you guys are implementing these expansions, uh, were you getting a lot of uh, phone calls asking, Hey, like, you know, I'm really trying to, to move operations to home. You know, are we going to be part of this expansion? W- were there a lot of phone calls like that, especially during COVID era?
1: There were, and there still are. I mean, we still have people, uh, you know, that were, that, that are either on the, the, the horizon, you know they're on the plans, uh, uh, or wondering if they're on the plans, and, and you know we're, we're not we're not finished expanding. So
0: yeah, what does that future look like for for the broadband expansion in northern Michigan, as far as like areas and timeline?
1: I'd say it looks pretty bright. Uh, you know, as I said, multiple providers were awarded funding via RDOF, but uh, our network deployment continues at, at a rapid pace. As a background, all all of our RDOF construction is to be completed by year-end 2028. And the Robin grants, which are brand new through the state funding, uh, those need to be completed by year-end 2026. So you can expect to see crews working in, in multiple counties all throughout the state. So it's a frantic pace. And uh, I would say really, if anything, we're, we're ahead of schedule.
0: A question that really has kind of popped up out of nowhere today. We saw nationwide outages with AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile and their MVOs to a lesser extent. People were scrambling to turn on Wi-Fi calling on their phones, finding other methods to be able to, to reach 911 in case of emergencies. You know, not people that were actively needing it, per se, but just in case, too, they were uh, going to have an emergency. And we all know people who've relied on data plans as you know their only form of connection. Having a service through Charter Spectrum would have made navigating this outage a lot easier, would it have not?
1: Yeah, well, I think the the statistics are something like 85% of um, all mobile use, you know, that takes place is within the home, and because this would, uh, you know, uh, take place over the Wi-Fi network, as you mentioned, they they certainly would have they would have stayed connected, the people, you know, in their homes, and they would have had that 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 service available um that's that's all i can say to say about it
0: yeah well with, with spectrum mobile what you got you guys said you've been making leaps and bounds on that what, what has that been like and i think maybe people don't know as much about i mean you heard of you know spectrum home internet for business as well maybe not as much about spectrum mobile do you want to talk about that a little bit
1: yeah i mean we are the fastest growing uh, mobile carrier in, in the country and uh, you know a lot of that is because it's uh you know we're able to utilize the, the Wi-Fi calling feature uh, of our own network. And uh, we have have also agreements with other carriers, but uh, uh, it's, it's, it's just, we we've made it a very affordable and reliable product and it's just, uh, it's just taken a life of its own. So.
0: Well, I, I wonder if people have questions of, well, I don't have access to spectrum internet in my, in my location right now. Are they still able to sign up for spectrum mobile?
1: Having Spectrum Internet is a requirement for having Spectrum Mobile. Yes.
0: If, if if a listener wanted to learn more about the expansion, you know, either just kind of like visualize it or know if their area might receive access soon, if they're part of the uh, the current expansion, uh, where should they go?
1: Yeah. Okay. This is going to be a, a little bit of a mouthful, but it's uh, go to spectrum com slash cp slash build and visit the. "Quote spectrum rural expansion." End quote, link. Uh, if your address is or near a build area, you can sign up for email or text updates as our builds progress, and uh, uh, it's it's you'll get a lot of questions answered there, and it, and it's updated regularly.
0: Is there a place on that website as well? We'll link that out on our social media handles as well. Is there is there a place for like public feedback? as you know like kind of compiling requests to be added to the network, or is there is there not something? Like that?
1: It, it's not, not so much a, a, a compilation, but uh, it's just a place where they can, they can fill out and, and be heard of that.
0: Sure. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, Bill Moran, the Senior Communications Director for Charter Spectrum, Great Lakes Region. Thanks for making the time for us today. I appreciate your, uh, your, your insight on uh, this expansion. I know a lot of people are, are looking to uh, move businesses online, be connected uh, through high-speed Internet at their home. So this is a, it's a great opportunity.
1: Yeah, if I can just close with a little caveat, you yes. know, just a personal example. I mean, I've got a cottage in, uh, in, you know, I live in Michigan. I've got a cottage in in rural Oscoda County that was a benefit, you know, a benefactor, I should say, from from this rural expansion uh, last year. And uh, you know, I've got a neighbor up there who uh, lives there full time, and she made kind of the joking comment. She they've lived there for eight years, and she said we used to see. Uh, three FedEx trucks a year, and now we see three a week. And that kind of gives you the the rippling economic effect that these kind of uh, build outs can have to rural communities. So, kind oh, of, yeah. Kind of wanted to yeah. Yeah, illustrate absolutely. That, yeah. Great picture.
0: Absolutely. Bill, thank you so much for your time today. I really do appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.